0: Welcome to furry Face Finance, the show where we help young adults get a vision of what their future financial security can be. I'm JR.
1: I'm Michael, and in our last episode, we discussed playing it safe and investing in low-risk options. Check the uh, notes for the link to watch those, but today we're going to be talking about budgeting.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a really unfortunate stigma about budgeting. Let's just start with talking about like a basic definition of what a budget is in case some of our viewers don't don't really know what a budget is a budget basically is where you take all of your money and you say how much you're willing to pay on each uh, on each item in a category for instance housing what what percentage of your m- Total money, are you willing to pay on housing? That's what we're talking about when, when we're talking about budgeting. And a lot of people think that it's really restrictive. Uh, you know, they feel like, well, I should just be able to do whatever I want with my money. Well, that's true, but here's where the, the freeing part comes in. If you decide that you should be able to do whatever you want with your money and you go out with your friends too many times and you don't have enough to pay your rent, At the end of the month, we have a problem. But if you budget the amount of money you spend on going out with your friends and you have plenty of money left over to pay your rent, that's the freeing part. You don't have to worry about whether I'm going to make my rent payment or not, whether I'm going to be able to pay my phone and keep it active, uh, whether I'm going to be able to put gas in the car. You never have to worry about those things when you have a budget.
1: Yeah, those are some great examples. And I think those are something to keep in mind for sure, because a budget, like we've talked about in our previous episodes, we're talking about planning for the long run. Yes, right now, short term goals, you're wanting, you're making that money for maybe your first big job and you're wanting to go and spend it. And, you know, I guess the, the kind of the term that comes to mind is keeping up with the Joneses. You're going to buy the new car that your friends have or the big fancy apartment. You know, you're wanting to do those things, but I strongly, strongly encourage you to really take budgeting seriously. It's very important. It'll make you have a much better future if you account at least for some of what you've, you're needing to budget for, um, such as your housing, your car those kind of things, and that can go for both a college student and a non-college student. Um, Honestly, though, I think JR has a little bit better example because a lot of his um, children have attended college, so he has all of that
0: information for you guys. Yeah, really, if you go searching the internet for how to budget my money, you are going to find a whole heap of stuff on um budgeting for a family you know they're all basically built on a married couple that has several kids and that's what what these sample budgets look like well for for college students for instance that is a you have a very different budget you know you at least the first 2 years you are required to live on campus which means you have a food package where you're eating at the cafeteria, you have your housing all paid for, which means no electric budget, no heating budget, no uh, no sewer, no water. You don't have to worry about those elements in your budget. So you, you're going to have a very different budget as a college student, more so than you would like, uh, even, even as a, a non-college, if you've taken the non-college route.
1: Yeah, and with the non-college route, such as your boy right here, um, my budget has been super important because, you know, you got to cover your big three. Um, You know, you got to make sure – the way that I look at it is you can do one of two things. You can go with the Dave Ramsey style of accounting for every single dollar that comes in and where that's going. Or you can have a little bit looser of a budget and really just hit your main things, your necessities is what I – like to say your housing, where you're going to put your head at night, your car, how you're going to get to and from your job and, you know, home, get if you're just by yourself, anywhere you're going to be with your friends. And the third thing is your food, whether that be, you know, going out to eat or, you know, coming at home and having a good cooked meal. Or if you like Lunchables like me, you know, Lunchables are great. So, you know, you want to budget those in and then your budget there can then flow a little bit different is just as long as you're taking care of your necessities or you could consider them i guess the budgeting holy trinity if you will um, and just keep those in mind um, because that's where you're going to want to keep an idea with your budget and even if you want to not account for every single dollar but just have a budget over here of your fund money that you can go and Basically, below, do whatever you want to, you know, have your work-life balance and kind of get re- rejuvenated for your next week. That is what I would suggest doing: is just budgeting that way.
0: Yeah, and and when you start budgeting, like especially for these big three, if you can start thinking in terms of percentages, uh, let's let's say like a college student, maybe working part time, making a thousand dollars a month, thirty percent of that would be what you would consider a housing uh, allowance. If you're a non-college student, you're probably making more like 2000 a month and 30% of that is your your housing, which means for like for a, a non-college student who's making $2000 a month, about 666 bucks, 668 bucks, something like that is what you should allocate for your housing. So when you go looking for a place to live, you're looking for somewhere to rent, you know, you, you know how much you have to spend on that. You keep it within that 60, $666, bucks, you will be fine. Now, that means that you, you have to start making some choices. One, if you want to live alone, you probably are going to be living in a little bit more rundown um, rental than if, if, let's say, you had a roommate and the two of you could go together, and spend twelve hundred dollars on a rent on a rental facility. So you, it helps you start thinking in terms of that, so that you're not using so much of your budget that you start that other things start dropping out. Um, and really, the, I guess the the final thing that I would point out with a budget is that the I would I would highly recommend that. Everybody have their entertainment budget, which is whether you're going to buy video games or you're going to go to movies, uh, if you're going to go out with your friends to eat, all of that stuff. I would highly recommend that you not only have that budget item in, in your budget, but that you take that money out of your account in cash and put it in an envelope somewhere safe. You can buy like a $20 lock safe at Walmart. And, uh, and just put it in there. And when the cash is gone, you're done spending on your, on your play money for the, for the month. So those are really the, that's, that's the only other element to the budget that I would highly recommend everybody have as a part of their budget, primarily because it's just way too easy to spend too much stuff, too much money on fun stuff.
1: It is. It definitely is, especially when you've been working hard all week and all you want to do is have some fun and kind of let loose. So that's definitely a good point uh, to kind of use the cash flow. Now, something that I, that kind of came to my mind was based on how you get paid, whether that be bi-monthly, bi-monthly, every two weeks or weekly. Sometimes you'll need, when with this budgeting, you'll need to move your money around and kind of customize it as to how you get paid. Because sometimes, like, for instance, me, I pull out half my rent, the first check, and half my rent, the second check. And then that covers it for the month. But that's just how I do it because I get paid every two weeks. But that way, I don't have a huge chunk coming out of one check and then have to move my bills around. I can kind of split it up. And you can always call your – if you happen to have credit cards, like if you've listened to our previous episodes and you've gotten those uh, credit cards – make sure to keep up with those due dates. And if you need to, you can call and request a due date change to make it more friendly for your budget. So you don't have so much coming out of one jet and then have so little coming out of the next and you kind of balance it a little bit more. And that makes it easier for, like JR saying, to pull out that cash for your entertainment and be able to balance it throughout the month instead of just one part of the month, you're, you know, tot and grind, staying at home and saving money. And then the second, Check when you have that freedom, you're out blowing money, and then you go a little too far and you know, mess up your budget.
0: Yeah, hey guys, if you if you want us to help you understand your budget or uh, give you some ideas on how to budget, definitely DM us on Instagram at furryfacedfinance or send us a Snapchat at furryfaced, and we will be happy to help you out.
1: Yeah, for sure. You guys can do this. We definitely believe in you and have a great day.